This episode is brought to you by Lark Media. Did you ever feel like you had a message that the whole world absolutely needed to hear? You take it, you package it, you bundle it, you send it out there, and then boom! No response. Well, if that's you, don't be disappointed. It might not be that your message is bad. It might be that you're not delivering it the right way. And this is where our friends over at Lark Media can help. These guys are masters of marketing. They've done things for advanced training, where they've come in, they've taken documentaries of our work, and they not only captured what it looks like, but they captured what it feels like to be a part of what we do. They've also made motion graphics that we use before and after our YouTube videos. If you need help, please contact Steve at LarkMediaNYC.com. Again, that's Steve at Lark, L-A-R-K, Media, NYC.com. Tell them that Advanced Trading sent you, and they'll take 10% off. Welcome to another episode of 6 Minute Monday where I give you 6 tips and tricks to make you more efficient and effective in the weight room, the boardroom, and on a football field. Tip number one, it's a weight room tip. If you are lifting weights with one arm, maybe it's one arm bench press, maybe it's a uh, one arm overhead squat, what should, you be, what should you be doing with the other arm? Well, the other arm should not be just sitting at the side of your body, hanging there doing nothing. The other arm, shoot it out to your side. When I say shoot it, I mean really shoot it out, extend it out, and brace that arm. It's gonna, that's good for two reasons. One, it's going to help you from flipping over. It's going to balance out your body. And two, it's going to help recruit more motor units to enable you to lift more weight. A guy in our crew who does this perfectly is Pete Amorosi. I watched him do a 100-pound reverse overhead lunge. Extremely impressive feat. And watch him. Watch him do it, then try and beat like Pete. Okay, tip number two. Something we are experimenting with. So I've talked before about how we're trying to change our tough man sessions into feed the cat sessions. So what that means is in the past, our tough man sessions have been really about getting guys tired, running from one station to another, and just going and going and going. And maybe some guys puke, and guys would quantify how great the workout was by how tired they felt or if they puked during the workout. Now what we're doing, we are breaking up our tough man sessions into mini segments. So say there's six stations. Two of those stations will be really hard, heavy stations. Much heavier weight than we would use on Tough Man Day, but much shorter distance. And we wouldn't put them back to back. In between those two hard, heavy stations, we would put two other stations. So for example, I'd go from hard and heavy to a prehab movement, then from a prehab movement to an explosive movement. Why would I do that? Well, the prehab, that's going to help you not get hurt, right? It's going to help you move better. It's going to help your technique and your form. But it's also helping you recover after the hard station and before the explosive station. In the explosive station, instead of doing, say, uh, 80 kettlebell swings, or how many kettlebell swings can I do in a minute, it's going to be five car accident type kettlebell swings. Bang! 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 What's helping, what's helping us do is generate more force in a quicker amount of time. And then we go back to the hard station. So this is what we're experimenting with. I'm personally enjoying the hell out of it. Uh, I can't wait to see what the results are. I'm seeing a couple of guys who've bought in. The results have been tremendous, like a little Jimmy Yusuke, but uh, I can't wait to see how it goes when we get to the actual Tough Man competition. Okay, tip number three, quote that I'm thinking about, comes from Doc Rivers during a Netflix special called, uh, I think it's called The Playbook, Coach's Rules for Life. And Doc Rivers is talking about his own career as a coach, and then he's talking about as a kid, he used to love Muhammad Ali, and he said, everybody thinks that a champion is someone who's never been hit, but it's not true. A champion is someone who's been hit and keeps getting back up. And this, this quote is going out to a guy in our program right now who might be a, a bit down because he's lost a couple of challenges, but three in a row. But listen, man, I know you. I know you're going to keep getting back up. I cannot wait for this resurrection story. Okay, tip number four, something that I uh, 
am listening to or listen to that moved me. It was a podcast from Tim Ferriss. It was with Richard Koch, the man who wrote the 80-20 principle. And I, I needed it. I'm now talking to me on this one. I needed it. As much as I love the 80-20 principle, as much as I, which is also known as the Pareto principle, as much as I'm the big efficiency guy, sometimes I get down on myself when I don't get myself involved in the waste that everyone else is involved in. I almost feel like, ah, I feel guilty. I either feel guilty that they're involved in the waste and I'm not helping them get out of that waste, or I feel guilty that I am not in the same rut as everyone else. Like, uh, like maybe I'm a jerk. I don't know. But the guy does, did a great job of reinforcing that principle. He also did a great job of hitting something that was, that was touching me at that moment in my life res- with respect to football. I'm going to read what, what a quote that he said was. He said, Discover what you are best at doing and enjoy that is different from what all your peers are doing. That requires relatively effort from you. Then put huge effort into honing that skill so that it becomes monstrously greater than anyone else's. Keep demanding that each year you make your your peculiar talent more peculiar and more potent. I I love that. So if with me, we're getting deep inside my mind now. Uh, I with respect to football, I really thoroughly enjoy working with special teams. Something that most coaches hate. And there are things that I do within special teams, at least that I think, that are pretty good. I enjoy doing it. They're pretty good. And I feel guilty maybe not getting so involved with other parts of the game, but why not spend more of my time involved in this part of the game if it can absolutely help a team and not feel so guilty about being not being involved in other parts of the game. There's a lot to football. Special teams, to me, is a huge part, and I love that it touches offensive players, defensive players. It connects the gameplay itself. Huge decisions. Do we punt? Do we onside kick? Do we kick a field goal? Do we go for two? These are huge decisions that could make or break a football team. Anyway, I love that quote. I needed it. That podcast was a great one just because I I love Richard Koch. His 80-20 book is right next to my four-hour work week. Okay, tip number five. It's a productivity tip. Think about what your time is worth. Like if you had to put a dollar per hour on your time and then use it to make little stupid decisions like, should I travel around Staten Island looking for the best gas price? Maybe I'll say five cents per gallon. I get gas every day at a gas station that is directly It's right next to the park that we run at. Maybe it's a little more expensive, but I don't care because it's super convenient and it saves me time. Also, when I get to that gas station, I have the option of walking into the gas station and paying with cash and then getting maybe like an extra 10 cents off per gallon or just standing at my car, paying with credit card and paying an extra 10 cents per gallon. For me, for George Mahoney, at this part in my life, this time in my life, my time is not worth walking into that gas station, waiting online, uh, standing there next to people, getting their Dunkin' Donuts, that line's usually out the door, handing the guy cash. Hopefully I've guessed right. Hopefully I've filled up my tank with the right amount of gas I gave him. Or go back and forth a couple of times to give him the right amount of money. For me, it's always a conscious decision of what is my time worth. To me, my time is my most valuable asset. And I figure, you know what? what if, if I lost four bucks on this transaction because I paid credit over cash, I don't care. I'll make that four bucks up with the time and attention that I've retained. Okay, tip number six, craziest thing I saw this week. I don't know why it's crazy, but I always get a kick out of this stuff. We're warming up. We're getting ready for our tough man session. Out of the corner of my eye, I see uh, Billy Blanco, while we're doing a jog, a form run, he's kind of pointing up at the sky over his head. I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? And I look up over his head, and it is this big, beautiful butterfly. I don't know why, but I love moments when big, scary dudes, this Billy Blanco, he can bench press a house. A guy like him, (laughs) you never think that he would care so much about a big, beautiful butterfly, especially before we're about to get into some 
hard, hard, tough man workout. I don't know. Billy, I love you. I love that you care about stuff like that. All right, people. Have a great week. Enjoy.